Check it out. Your boys here back. Episode 66. Time's flying. Can't believe we're already on episode 66. Check out your boys. You got Gabe here with the headset, master headset, like he's DJing out here, repping that Miami. And Julian, Chicago hat going on with the new mic. Got a lot of questions on that today. Don't know what's going on because he's, he's not a new mic. <laughs> Same mic. I just I'm out. I'm not at my normal setup. So and I don't got a stand. So I'm just holding it right now. But we're making it good. We all sound good. All right. Well, we're all here. Uh, shout out to Julian and his mic, Gabe and his headset. And then, you know, me just just being here as well. Guys, a lot of football recap going on here Gabe if you want to start it up I mean first we got we gotta give Julian a chance because he got so upset that his girl threw him out the he out, out the crib he's not he's not currently <laughs> yeah. in his house he got so upset from this Texans Jags game that went on I lost my shit Julian Julian is trying to trying to convince us that the Jags are for real this year that they're gonna be Super Bowl contenders Julian nah. I'll let you get the floor how how did the Texans the Texans one of the worst teams in the NFL come out with a W over your Jags Man, I don't know. This was supposed to be a get-right game. This was supposed to be a game after having a, a really tough, hard game against the Eagles in a monsoon. This was supposed to be the game that you come back and you know you just obliterate the Texans at the time. They're the worst team in the league, probably. They didn't have a win yet, and you're at home in sunny weather, and then they just just drop the ball. Um, honestly, the big takeaways from this game, everybody's blaming Trevor. Everybody. Everybody's like, bench Trevor. People are like losing their shit. And I'm like, I just want to be here to be like, it's all good. It's going to be fine. Look, we got to treat this like his rookie year. Like the first year was a shit show with Urban Meyer. He had no like guidance and how to actually be a quarterback in this league. This is his first year under a real system. And the defense still played played great. Um, I thought I've been raving about Doug Peterson's like offensive play calling. I thought he's been great, but I do notice he tends to get away from the run sometimes. I know he's a pass heavy coach, but Travis Etienne was running all over these boys. Like he was by far the best running back on the field that day, and they just got away from it for whatever reason. I'm not sure. They went into half six six, and I expected them just to pound the rock, but they didn't. Um, couldn't really get any of the receivers going. The receivers had seven drops on the day. Couldn't really get any pressures. Trayvon Walker had a ridiculously dumb pat roughing the passer call that ended up being the game winning drive. So it was just like the problem with the Jags so far, if it wasn't for self-inflicted mistakes by one Trevor Lawrence and um, little things by the receivers in the offensive line, we'd be undefeated because no team has actually beat the Jags. The Jags have been killing themselves. If you go back and watch every single moment, there's been a moment of like, like this past week, what people are railing Trevor for is he threw an interception in the red zone that he just shouldn't have thrown. The guy was triple covered. He threw the ball anyways, instead of running for the first down and it got picked off and that pretty much sealed the game. And there had, we've been having some trouble finishing games, close games all our games that we've won have been dominated, have been like just absolutely smoking them. So they need to learn how to win in close games and actually convert in the red zone because it's like they're killing themselves. Like I said, they would be undefeated if Trevor Lawrence played a little bit above average and cleaned up those mistakes. 
and yeah, you're looking at an undefeated team and like everybody's talking about us, but so as you know, a, you make those Jags small little fan, mistakes. As a Jags fan right now, do you feel better this season knowing your team is the reason why you're losing? Hence last season, you guys were just getting beat up left and right. No, I mean, like I said, we're two and three. This is still a long season. And like I said, I don't feel like they've been beaten yet. Like somebody has came in and like beat the brakes off of them. Like we have been the better team in almost every single game outside of that Eagles game because you had all those turnovers, but you should win those games. And, and that's what gives me hope. And that's why I'm like, people are trash and Trevor and all that. I mean, like, look, the dudes only still play 20 games and you could arguably take out 17 of those. So let's, let's get it time. I would right. <laughs> Optimistic Jags fan. All because right. no, I'm being serious. Like if you, I've watched every game, every single play. They have not. No, no team has actually beat them. They are killing themselves. Whether it be penalties, whether it be just dumb turnovers, the defense is still playing lights out. So you guys are just gonna defense. have to clean that up. So going into this next week, who do you guys face, and what can y'all do yeah. different to win? Well, They're gonna be at the Colts, which they already beat twenty four zero already. Week okay. Two. So, I mean, how do you feel about going into the Colts? Like, do you think this is going to be easy win? Because I don't think the next couple of weeks is like it's going to be rough. So, y'all, y'all definitely need this Colts game. Y'all needed this last game. Y'all need this Colts game. Yeah, yeah. yeah honestly, cool. I thought coming into this stretch, this stretch was going to be easier than I thought. But then the Giants are starting to show up to be like they're a real fucking team. It's fact. Um, the Cowboys, I thought was now it looks like that's going to be a tough game. They're playing a lot better. So, like, a lot of teams are punch, punching above their weight class than I thought they were going to be. Um, the Colts, even though we did shut them out 24 nothing, they were missing a couple starters, and they're getting those starters back. So, And you're going to be in Indianapolis. So I think it's going to be a little – it's obviously going to be a closer game. But nonetheless, the Colts have a terrible offensive line, a terrible offensive line. So Josh Allen and – Trayvon Walker and the rest of the boys in the interior are going to have a field day. Um, Michael Pittman is back. Um, Jonathan Taylor looks like he might be out for the game, and so is the backup running back, Naheem Himes. So they're going to be struggling in the running game, it seems like, which is good. Um, but I think you should go in there in Indiana. Indianapolis is not a good team. They're not what we thought they were. Matt Ryan is just washed up. They're not a good team. You should go in there and win that game, even with their starters back. Um. You should go in there and, and beat them. So looking at the strength of your schedule going into this game, if you guys lose, is this the end of the Jaguars season? No, because the AFC South sucks. Yeah. So the AFC South is terrible. Tennessee shouldn't even be three and two right now. They've but they are like their wins are trash. They're not a good team. But they they're, got the they're a scrappy team. They got but the win. It's not over yet. All right. Yeah, I think right now, you know, the Jaguars have advantage over the Colts. We'll see, you know, in this matchup, maybe they split uh, depending on the points they have. But uh, the Jaguars still got a chance to be number one in this. You know what I mean? I don't think I think the Titans are, are terrible as well. Uh, the Titans aren't good. Yeah, I, the Jags are the most talent. The problem is it's just a lot of you got to get the wins in the board, though. You can have talent on paper and show it in the field. But if you guys are losing, then. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's about cleaning up mistakes yeah. and finishing yeah. games. You do that, 
They're undefeated. So I think you beat, you know, y'all beat the Chargers when nobody expected y'all to. Y'all lost to Houston when nobody expected to. So, uh, you know, the next couple of games are going to be the Colts, Giants, Broncos, Raiders, and Kansas City. So it's going to be pretty tough. Like, hopefully y'all can get at least two wins out of that. Well, Broncos, easy dub. Uh, <laughs> like, if the Colts beat the Broncos, we can beat the Broncos. Listen, the, and then the, the Raiders. The Broncos they're... beat the Texans, and the Texans beat you guys. So. And Devontae Adams there. might be in jail by the time we play them. So. <laughs> wow. Wow. Arrest that man. We'll talk about it later. All right. Let's talk about another game. Uh, surprisingly, actually, decent game. Good game. Nothing I was expecting out of because, you know, I'm the number one hater of uh, the NFC. Was it the East? What are they called? I don't know. Whatever the commanders. Yeah. <laughs> that whole division. Terrible. But I'm in on Eagles. I'm in on the Eagles. So I was kind of interested in this game and it actually turned out, you know, pretty, pretty interesting. You know, uh, this division is actually looking pretty good, man. I don't yeah. even talk about the this division. Season. It looks a lot yeah, better. It's, than we all it's back. I feel like it's, it's back. Like no. giants, four and one yeah. Cowboys, four and one Eagles, Eagles five and oh, they're looking like the best division in football. Right so, now. So let's talk about the game real quick. Uh, any any comments and thoughts you saw? I don't know, JoJo, if you've seen anything. Cowboys at Rams. Obviously, the Cowboys pull it out 22-10. Um, did you see any of this game, and do you have any takeaways? Uh, what stands out to me is the Cowboys' defense right now, right? They're, they're really adding pressure. They're getting to the quarterback, making them make big mistakes. Hence why they're 4-1. Even though they have a backup quarterback, the defense is really holding it down. Yeah. yeah, Micah uh, Parsons has been a menace, dude. That guy, he was a, a beast coming out of college. Did a position change from linebacker to well, inside linebacker to outside linebacker, and it's just been taking the league by storm. So, Julian, I mean, do we have a, a quarterback uh, compromise? Do we have a quarterback <laughs> controversy going on in Dallas? <laughs> I mean, I mean, you know, Cooper Rush. I mean, every time they put him in, they they win undefeated. the game. I mean, undefeated. So, oh, no. Julian, you, your boy, you put, your boy you put Jerry Jones. Your boy Jerry Jones thinks there's a controversy. No, I mean, you know why there's a controversy? Because all that money that's involved, you're not <laughs> all that money that was paid for that yeah. talent that's not being used. I'm, I mean, is Cooper Rush looking like he's gonna be another Kurt Warner? Like, I don't know. Like, um, no, I mean, once once Dak gets healthy, you got to put him back in. I mean, at the end of the day, he's the guy you paid. He's the guy who's proof for the last few years that he can be a top quarterback in this league. It's just a matter of putting the wins together in important games and also staying healthy on the field. Obviously past now two years has been kind of rough for him between his, his leg and now his thumb, but it's looking like he should be back. I was watching something. I saw something on TV today that looks like he might be clear to play that he's slinging the ball to CD lamb and all of them saying that he's still got his power and that pop. So, well, yeah, it looks like he could track, be on track to play, but I'm not was, sure. He, he threw the ball. So, yeah. he got his first throws in this most I mean, practice. My, my takeaway is pretty much the Rams offense is like, this is the greatest show on turf without Marshall Falk, right? This is the greatest show on turf with no run game. So, like, offensively, they're excellent. You know, Sean McVay. Is, is, I think he ran a trick play, a trick punt that he had. Uh, they had a terrible turnover beginning of the first quarter. So, uh, the beginning of the first, uh, yeah, first quarter. Um, man, what a disappointment! Like nobody, I had, you know, I have no belief in the Dallas Cowboys, but they're actually better than they are. I do like their defensive line. Uh, I think they play very well, and offensively, like 
you know, like Pollard. Uh, let me see. Let me look at Pollard's stats. Pollard is like one of these guys that like he, he doesn't run for a lot, but he'll give you like a couple good runs. He'll give you like a, a one a one big 30, 30 yard. more than Z. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so uh, out of uh, you know, the Cowboys are better than what I thought coming into the season, and yes, they are. This this division is way more competitive. Um, so it should be interesting because I I still I'm a I'm an Eagles believer. I believe the Eagles will pull it out, but but it's interesting how this uh, division is settling up. What do you want to say? Jim? No, I mean I I'm not surprised that they're this. I always thought the Cowboys actually were put. They have a decent team, like realistically, like offensively and defensively, they have a pretty good team. What surprised me was that they're going to have a backup quarterback that's going to bring them to four and one. But if you told me Zach Dak played these past five games, I wouldn't be surprised to see the Cowboys four and one personally. Um, I thought the Cowboys are going to be decent. They, I had them as the favorites coming out of the division, um, but looks like the Eagles. Like, and they're, since they're you guys bring up, so it's going to be right. I think it's important that we talk about the fact that that's the next matchup. Eagles, Cowboys, five and zero, four and one, division matchup, and Do you play the back importance of the game. No, you don't play I, back. Absolutely not. I mean, if he's saying that he can sling it, look. My thing oh, is, I will say, snaps. He, he's not cleared to come yeah. back. He he has to oh, wait. Yeah. I agree. A couple of weeks. Um, there's no shot. But yeah, Coop and Cooper Rush has like proven to be a capable quarterback backup quarterback so yeah you have no need to rush him if he was going in there and absolutely like shitting the bed and you guys are like two and four or two yeah. and three then i'm like all right we consider about bringing him back in because it's kind of helped save the season but yeah they're in a really good position right now um which is perfect and he, because Cooper Rush is playing out of his mind. The process and he can he can go through protocols the, the correct way um and and get game ready you know what i mean um if they get a couple more wins, that's even better for them. Even if they drop a game or two before he comes back, I still don't think that's worst case scenario. So as far as like the divisions, looking at the schedule, like, yes, this is your first time playing the Eagles, but you get to play them on the back end later on, later in the week. So this is their first, you know, uh, actually not their first, but they already played Washington. But, you know, I don't think this is important to rush. Like this is their first game playing the Eagles and they're going to be in Philadelphia. I don't think you rush him, man. I think you save save him, get him healthy, and you know, what I mean, that way you can get those divisional. You know, if you beat a divisional team, you get higher up in the rankings, obviously. Yeah, um, the, you the save, only... save him for later. There's no need to rush him. Go ahead, Julie. Yeah, I, I was gonna say. I mean, the only thing that would worry me, it okay, if it was like some, if it was a non-divisional opponent or even an AFC opponent. I mean, for sure, an AFC opponent. I'd be like, don't rush him. The only thing that like keeps me on it's like, man, this is the Eagles. This is your head-to-head matchup. And this would put you first in the division, and it it kind of set the tone. And that's the only thing that makes me like, man, do you risk it? But then at the same time, I do have a lot of faith in Cooper Rush. He, he the dude's playing really well. And yeah, there is no QB say, controversy. Uh, at the end of the day, he's just a good backup. Yeah, aside of the fact of Dak, I don't know where I keep talking about him. Let's talk about the matchup of who's actually playing because Dak isn't going to be the difference maker right now. Cooper Rush is the one that's got the four wins under his belt with, you know, developing his offense and everything going on right now. And you got a 5-0 and Eagles that we want to talk about. But I don't think the topic's really about rushing Dak back, but just about the matchup it- itself on who's going to be playing. Yeah, so, you know, the next couple of games, they'll, they'll, the next team they place will be the Giants in November. But, you know, you, you face the Eagles next, then you have the Lions, and what was the last team? They have Chicago. These are all winnable games. Maybe not the Philadelphia game is winnable, but you can come out, you know, at least – 
one and uh, uh two and one at least and then you hit the bye week so don't don't rush this guy like just let him get healthy do delusional cowboys fan have something to be uh optimistic about oh of course man they're like knicks fans they just think they win one playoff game they're like oh we're going to super bowl we're the era's back uh freaking uh michael Irvin's back uh troy Aitman's back we're champions three years ago. tony romo delusion underrated delusion never won anything the only thing worse than a Cowboys team is the Cowboys fans. Anyways, all right, that's my topic. But we'll we'll keep following it because it is interesting how how much winning is going on. Uh, this is the only game I was kind of interested. in. I think this was a later game. This happened in the afternoon. This was the Eagles Cardinals game. I just wanted to see how uh, you know the Eagles will go forward. So we're still talking about the NFC East. Uh, let's talk about this game, Julian. I don't know if you've seen any much of this game. Uh, what do you What do you think of uh, the Eagles? Well, I mean, not the Eagles. Let's talk about the Cardinals. What do, what do you think about the Cardinals' performance in this in this game? Yeah, I think we've beaten the Eagles to death the past few weeks. Yeah, let's talk about the Cardinals. So they were kind of like Kyler Murray. Obviously, was the big talking point this offseason with him deleting all his Instagram posts, including the Cardinals wanting to get the contract restructured. He finally gets the contract, and everything seems to be all hunky dory, and we're back. Obviously, uh, DeAndre Hopkins is still suffering from his suspension. I think this is going to be his last week, his last coming up. I think he had a six-week suspension, yeah, I believe. Six weeks. Yeah. So he's about to come up on his final uh, game of suspension, and then he'll be back. Um, the Cardinals, I, I definitely thought they'd be better than where they are right now. And I don't know if it's a testament to – Kyler Murray not performing or Cliff Kingsbury not putting together or not having all your weapons back, like especially your big weapon, DeAndre Hopkins. Um, but the Cardinals have been not looking great since that no. 10 and 10 and one, nine and one, or I, I forgot what, yeah, that 10 and one start. They have just been downhill since that. And this is bleeding in since last, uh, into this year. Um, I think we got to give it time and see what happens when DeAndre Hopkins comes back because that will really open up the offense a lot more. Um, so I'm curious to see how that happens. So I'm not going to press the panic button yet for the Cardinals, but I do think there is some worrisome things because they seem just like they can't finish games. No. Georgia, how, how do you feel about uh, Kyler Murray and the Cardinals going forward this season? Like, have they been playing up to your expectations? Absolutely not. And it's funny because we called it at the beginning of the season, in the preseason. Whenever someone gets that big money contract, right, for someone, shout out to Kyler Murray, super talented. Um, they started off, what, like 7-0 and last season. And, you know, you want to hold out from the team because you want this money You're in the media. That's that's never a good sign. And then you come out and aside from that comeback win against the Raiders to get them a win, they've looked awful. Not good at all. Nowhere compared to last season. I know they got Hopkins out and, you know, other factors on the board as well. But you can't go fighting for all this money in the offseason and. Your, your team hasn't proved anything in the playoffs or even the Super Bowl to come out I mean, playing like this. He hasn't even proved anything. I mean, that exactly. he hasn't even won a playoff game. And you're going to pay this man. I, I was saying that a couple months ago. Like, look, you're going to pay this man however much. 
and I forgot what the contract numbers were. It was, but it was he's a what top five pay, highest paid quarterback right now, and the guy hasn't even won a playoff game. Like that is just like I don't know. Especially having the teams that he's had and the starts that they've had to seasons the past uh, year, it, it's just a little ridiculous. Like I, no. he's a talented guy, but like you are what your results are. Yeah, and my takeaway from this game is like, you know, Marquise Brown, he is a, a nice little player to have, but obviously having, uh, uh, what you call it out, like you can see how it can hurt a team, right? Now having that offensive weapon available to you. Um, uh, it's going to be crazy, man. This this upcoming schedule for the, the Cardinals, I mean, if, I feel like I, I'm flipping on the Cardinals. I thought the Cardinals were going to do a little bit better. The Seahawks are going to do a little yep. They're going to be playing next week. They're going to be playing at Seattle next week. And, like, I don't even know who's going to win this game. Like, Geno Smith. Y'all turning me into a Geno Smith believer. Somehow Geno Smith is good. <laughs> I don't, is that a thing? Are we 2022? Is that what's really happening? And that's the thing. is The, the Cardinals often – I mean, DeAndre Hopkins, Rondell Moore, Marquise Brown, James Conner, Kyler Murray himself, Zach Ertz. Like, you have weapons on there. And it, it just they can't put it together. Yeah, and you know, I don't want to say like uh, like he has the ability, right? We've seen him escape. I've always described him as Russell Wilson 2.0. Right. Uh, and you know, uh, I think his arm, maybe he not has the strongest arm in the league, but he can still, you know, we've seen those comeback wins uh, late in games, and it's just like, yo, who who is this guy that we're watching? I was like, this, did you look pretty pedestrian? Uh, as a quarterback and i'm like man this is kind of i don't know maybe maybe i just hyped him up too much maybe i was just a little too hype on the train you know people get they get them they sit on their laurels they get some Listen, money gabe was hyping him up too much you thought you're gonna get five percent of his contract right you're trying to push him to get that contract you thought you're gonna get percent. i'm about to get a tattoo man i was gonna call it and here's the thing they can't even beat good teams like yeah they lost to the chiefs they beat the Raiders, and the Raiders overtime. were not comeback victory. Yeah, overtime, they they beat the Raiders in overtime. They lost to the Rams. They won to the the Carolina Panthers, who are look who just fired their head coach, and they're like they're a terrible team. Yeah. And then you just lose to the Eagles. So you lost to like three big contenders. Like, how are you supposed to prove to your fan base? That like, hey, we can make a playoff run, or even make the playoffs in the first place. Yeah. Which coming into the season. You were looking like that they should, but yeah, you can't even be top flight teams. The next six weeks is going to be like all divisional teams. They play this. The, they play Seattle twice. They play the Rams twice. They play San Francisco. Like those are all your 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 rivals. And like, are you guys ready? Are you guys like ready? To, <laughs> we're in the middle of the season. You know what I mean? Are you yeah, I mean they to... got a tough stretch. So yeah. you got the Seahawks who somehow are playing better than we thought. The you got um, New Orleans which I think has a really good defense that will keep them in games. Minnesota's looking like a real contender yeah. in the NFC. That's Minnesota's really good. Then That's And then you got schedule, Seahawks man. again. L.A., San Francisco, Chargers, New England. Oh like, that's enough. That's a tough stretch. That's a tough stretch. It's going to be a tough <laughs> and game. And they've already – You can't even beat, you know, the mediocre teams or the middle teams. You beat the Raiders in overtime. It's like – It's going to be struggle bus. It's going to be a lot of – There's going to be a <laughs> lot of L's. Listen, Make man, they, they, they have to get the wins against Seattle then. I know Seattle's looking You have to. Looking you're just more talented. Decent, but you, you you have to, yeah, with that team. You're the clearly the better team. Just yeah. show it on the field. Get those dogs. Geno Smith is a bum. I refuse to believe that he's good. <laughs> get that morale increased on your team, man. 
Show why you're there. Show why you got the money. Make a little a run for the playoffs, man. I don't see it happening, but it's yeah. possible. Speaking of beating the Raiders in overtime, let's talk about the Raiders-Chiefs games that we, we saw. Uh, obviously, uh, kind of hype. I don't know how, Julian, how hyped this is. Is this like a – this is a rivalry, right? The Raiders-Oakland versus Kansas Yeah, I think this, this is the like most historic rivalry. rivalry. Yeah, this, yeah. Is a, this is a pretty historic rivalry. I mean, I know obviously they're um, in Las Vegas now, but Julian, what are your takeaways from this game? Yeah, so me and JoJo actually watched this game together. This Dude. was um, – the Raiders started off really strong. And I know – the Raiders are a better team than what their record says. But at the end of the day, like Bill Parcell says, you're only as good as you your record, record is. is. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> and um, – but they are definitely starting to turn it around. We saw it against Denver – and then I would say that you saw it against uh, Kansas City. They led the game, I believe, was it seventeen nothing or fourteen nothing? Um, I believe fourteen nothing. Um, Twenty. And then they they yeah. they they couldn't hold the lead. They couldn't score in the second half until right at the end with that Devontae Adams bomb. But man, you gotta score. You gotta you gotta keep you gotta keep the pedal to the metal. You can't just get the lead and let teams come back, especially a team like Kansas City. You're only asking Kansas City to put up 20 points to win a game. That's slight work for them. You gotta, you gotta keep it going, keep the chase moving. You cannot let them just continuously go down the field. I mean, these were long drives too. They were taking him just down the field, and then Travis Kelsey just had a field day in the red zone with four TDs. Insane. Only yeah. 25 yards on the game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> four touchdowns. Fantasy points. Right but there. I mean, yep. that's what a tight end. We're not, look, as a tight end, I don't care how many yards you have. If you can be a threat in the red zone, that's all that matters. That's your main goal is yep. to block and be a threat in the red zone. And then if you can catch and go for 20 yards, that's great. But I, my, my biggest thing I ask from a tight end is like, just catch the ball in the red zone. And that's what he was doing. And he was wide open on a lot of those. Uh, and then he had the one that he ran in. But yeah, I mean, the, look, you, games are won and lost in the second second half, and if you cannot score in that second half, you're just you're asking to lose. You just I mean, are. Josh Jacobs had a game, and that's the thing, bro. Like, you're, if you got a lead, twenty point lead, man, or whatever it was, like, you got to pray your defense gets a few stops as well, you know? Yeah, but you got to keep it going, especially at the run. Josh Jacobs was having a day. I had him on my fantasy. He was running all over Kansas City's defense. And obviously they couldn't really get Devontae Adams going until the end of the game. Um, but like just run the ball. Like, I mean, you're up 14 nothing and you're running it well. Just run the ball. Take it downfield. And I think a lot of people are starting to question Josh McDaniels and his coaching with uh without daddy Bill Belichick there. <laughs> but and then obviously a lot of frustration yeah. with uh, Devontae Adams and all that happened. Yeah, well, I think news came out the other day, either uh, yesterday or the other day, being charged with pushing a cameraman. The- assault! Assault! So, uh, JoJo, what were your takeaways from the game? I mean, are, are the Raiders for real, though? My leg. That, that would have been me if Adams pushed me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the guy who just got how yeah. much money? <laughs> well, well, listen, listen, listen. Uh, shout out to that cameraman. Took a hit. It's a real. That was an NFL hit. Now I'm playing. I was, was a team. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was on call for. That was crazy. Anyways, back to the game though. You could ask Julian in the beginning. I was praying on the Chiefs' downfall, man. I'm like, it's division matchup. I I need uh, the division evened out. I'm tired of KC taking 
taking the lead, always having a far lead. Right now, what they have one loss under the belt. Everyone else is kind of like two or three, aside from the Raiders. They have four, right? Um, but I would say the Raiders is the best one in four team that really we, that we have seen. Oh, okay. They're they're a really good team. It's just how they're going about these games. Um, you know, unfortunately they beat my Broncos. That was a that was a tough loss, but hey, we're not performing. Um, but back to the Raiders game, I mean, they came out explosive, like offensively in Chiefs territory. No. Like, and we know that's not a easy field to play at, right? Julian even said, Wow, damn, that game is packed. That's how every game is yeah. over there in Arrowhead. Uh, for whatever reason, maybe they have a winning culture or there's nothing else to do over there so everyone goes to the NFL games. Um, but, God, this guy is just too good. Patrick Mahomes, man. He just finds a way. Yeah. Um, no Tyreek Hill, um, which has made him develop himself into an even better quarterback, and he has to utilize what he has. Everybody, and, yeah. and get And get shifty and get creative and get everyone involved. And listen, Travis Kelsey with the four touchdowns, everyone else did the dirty work getting up the field. He was probably blocking the whole time while they were moving up with the short passes in the run game. And guess who happened to be open four times in the end zone? Travis Kelsey. Um, so I don't know if that was a scheme they planned on purpose or it just happened to be coincidental. But whatever it was, it, it worked. And, you know, Raiders had it at the end. Um they had that throw on the sidelines. Unfortunately, they just couldn't keep, keep their feet in. So that pass was ruled incomplete. I mean, Julian was there like, damn, that could have been it right there. Uh, and then that would have been could, huge if they you, got that. You could also question the two-point conversion early on. Let's talk about that real quick. Did he make a mistake in going for the win? Should you always go for the win? Or should he have played it safe and gone uh, for the tie with the field goal? I think there was about four or five minutes left on the clock. And it would have came in with the points. He would have been up by whatever possession, whatever. I think you got to go for it, man. Play aggressive. Play to win. It's Patrick Mahomes. This guy, you yeah. don't give don't give him any chances. I think I heard I saw some statistic on online that just trying to just attempting it, we got give him like eleven percent more chance of winning, yeah. even though they didn't win. But like, still, you got to put the odds in your favor, right? You got to put the chips in your hand, and like, don't don't give Patrick Mahomes time. That's like one of the worst things. Give one of the best quarterbacks we've seen, one of the best quarterbacks of our yeah. generation, give him time in the ball. Don't, do not give him that. So I, I, agree. I, I like the guts. I like the guts. I agree. No, look, yeah. check this real quick, Julian. Right, so they didn't get the two point conversion, but they did end up getting the ball back, and they had a chance to go downfield for one last shot. They did make a stop. So they, yeah, they had the opportunity. They just had to get close enough for field goal range. And, again, it was that catch on the sidelines that didn't count. They, they would have been right there. And they could have sealed the deal, you know, with, with, the, yeah. with the field goal. Yeah, I was going to say, like, I mean, a lot of people – I see a lot of Raiders fans trashing Josh McDaniels for that. I don't have a problem with it. I Look, you can't, you can't tell what the future is going to look like. Um, I see the arguments, well, well you're going to have to stop them anyways. You get the two-point conversion, you're going to have to stop them regardless. Um, so kick the extra point, tie up the game. So I understand that. I could see but that. But there's there's a lot. The thing is, there's a flow. Like, I, Josh McDaniels is feeling good about his team. And that's the thing that you hear about, like, all these, like, analytic departments and stuff that these teams have now. And you look at all the percentages and the odds of doing that. And all that shit. Like, you can't have all the analytics in the world. It's bullshit. It, there's, there's so many different factors that go into a game that, like, 
there's a certain flow, there's a certain feel. Like just because another team did that five, like over the course of 10 years, this is the percentage for it. Well, these are different players, different team, different situation, different score. Like there's so many different things. So to like rely on analytics for the reason why you do something, I always thought it's kind of stupid. Because right, there's question, so many- question for you, Julian. If the Jags were in that situation, because now it has to hit home. Yeah. Right. Because we we're Trevor Lawrence. Right. That's it. If the Jack, if this was the Jags playing right now, Trevor Lawrence and, up on Patrick, and Mahomes. they went for that two point conversion with five minutes left on the clock, and they didn't get in. You're now you're down by one. How would you feel? Like I said, I don't have a problem for it. I, I really don't. I think you go for it. I think the Raiders were feeling good. They just had that bomb. Like, I I I have no problem. Like, if you if you feel like you're in the groove and you have the trust in your players to go for it, go for it. I'm not going to like play what ifs because like at the end of the day, no one could have predicted that. So it's like, you, I have no yeah. issue, issue going for it. Right, it wasn't so like an unreasonable Jack, thing. Go for two, I'll make the call the next game. Because yeah, look, uh, if you, Julian if you get that. that right. All right. If you get that, you're up 31 30, right? You're able to hold the chiefs to a field goal. Chiefs are now 33 31. Now all you need is a field goal to get it. As long as you can hold the Chiefs from stop getting a touchdown, you're still in that game. But it's just so it's like people say, well, if you would have tied it, well, you got to stop many. Well, okay, yeah, but what if you hold them off to a field goal? Now you got to kick a field goal just to tie the game again. If you get this two point, if you hold them off to a field goal, now you can win with a field goal. So it's like, I like no, the guts. There's too many what ifs. You know what I mean? You the guts. Like, you got to try it because you got to try it and say, at least I tried it. Whatever it works, it doesn't work. I tried it. That way I can just get off my chest like, yo, it didn't happen, whatever. At least I had the guts. If you don't try it and be like, what could have happened? Everybody can you know, run scenarios in their head. But at least you ran it and be like, okay, well, maybe next time, next time we scheme up a better play. Or next time, you know what I mean? Run a little tighter uh, tighter route or some shit. Um, I like the guts. But let me, you got to have guts. This football, this dude. Game, is, what is the Raiders' outlook for the future? Uh, it looks bad. It looks really terrible. If you look at the schedule... <laughs> You don't I think mean, they can turn it around? They have they have winnable games. You have they're going to play Houston. They're going to play the Saints. They play Jacksonville. Play the Colts. Play Denver. There's winnable games in there. They can turn the season around. Uh, they had some bad losses, uh, but they they can turn it around. They can they can you know we can make it to close to 500 uh, in the next couple of weeks. I will say this loss against Kansas City hurts because two and three feels a lot better than four. <laughs> we'll so, see if they can push for a wild card, but yeah. they're gonna have to clean things up for sure. You mean one and four, by the way, because four one and four, yeah, amazing. yeah, one and four, yeah, yeah, <laughs> four losses to their one. All right, let's 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 talk about the upcoming week, uh, Julian. If you want to pull it up, uh, I'm I'm controlling the uh, the uh, sports this yeah. week. I guess like I'm. Uh, let me see. Uh, yeah, since I'm not on the bridge regular setup. Like I said, he got, you know, start. we have started a GoFundMe for Julian. He can go Show back. Show me the money. Like Julian's going to be betting a lot this week so he can get his right. home back. So he can Let's talk about it. Game. This week, this Thursday, one of, uh, you know, we had a doodle bowl last week. with. The and we got one again this week. <laughs> another AKA doodle bowl. tonight. Commanders. Look at the over and under. Oh, my God. 37 points. Yeah. Commanders at Chicago. Uh Commanders have a whopping minus one favorite. So they got this game as a tie. Listen, listen, if anybody needs a win, 
it's the Bears. Okay, I don't want to root for the Commanders. They're the bottom of the NFC East. <laughs> Anybody who needs a win, it's the Bears. I think they're playing their alternate jersey. Is like the orange. Is it? The, are they playing the alternate orange? Yeah, I think I think so. Well, the Bears aren't the Bears three and two or two and three or something like that. Uh, let me double check. I have to double check and look. But uh, uh, I'll start you. with JoJo. Um, how, how do you feel about this game? Who do you have going up on you? I mean, <laughs> minus one commander is a favorite. I mean, I agree with what you said, right? Uh, Bears are two like and three. This, obviously, a win would benefit the Bears a lot more. Um, now, commanders, they're the worst in their division. Um, this could be a, a win for morale. You know, maybe keep them, keep them in um, contention for that division. Probably won't happen. Um, but who's the quarterback for the Bills? Fields, right? Yeah. The, yeah. Mind yeah. you, the Bears are two and zero at home. I don't mean shit because I don't, I can't name <laughs> one receiver on the team. <laughs> no, don't get me wrong. Team's terrible, but the offensive <laughs> the offense is terrible. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm going to go with the Bears at home, Justin Fields. And, yeah, they're, they're not scoring over 37 and a half points yeah, as a collector. That's, yeah, that's, not, that's yeah. not happening at all. Yeah. I, Look, I, you know they what? beat the Niners at home. Wow. I, I'm, I'm going to take the Bears because I just go for the home team. If I can't, this all this is a doodle bowl. I hope it ends in a tie. But I'll go with the Bears at home just because they're a home team. That's the only say, one advantage. I will say I'm shocked that the uh, Commanders are minus are the favorites in here, especially since the Bears are undefeated wild. at home. That's wild. Um, I would take the Bears with the money too, plus 100. Like the Bears is definitely the way to go. Give me the Bears. All right. Let's go on to the next game. Let's talk about Tampa Bay going to Pittsburgh. Tampa Bay at the Steelers. Tampa Bay is uh, the favorite minus 8.5 points. I got scored nine or more to win <clears throat> this bet. Julian has left the building. JoJo, <laughs> how do you feel about gone. this game? I'll start uh, it up. I mean, I'm going to go with not, not because of Tom Brady and crew, but listen, Steelers lost to the Jets, bro. I know Jets are a little proving themselves here, but what what is that about? <laughs> like, <laughs> you, you go ahead and you beat the Bengals early on. You're here losing to the Jets. You're kind of all over the place. I don't, I don't know their identity right now. They're just kind of hanging in there like usual, right? Probably go, you know, eight and eight or, you know, whatever, nine and eight throughout the season, maybe get a, a playoff berth. Uh, they have the rookie quarterback starting. Tom Brady's going to go in there and, you know, he's going to throw a clinic. Yeah. So, so you got, you got the Tampa Bay winning. I got, Tampa Bay, I got Tampa Bay winning. Man, I got the I got the Steelers losing, but they will cover their points. I don't think I think nine and a half or nine points is a lot to cover, and I think the Steelers will lose, but they will cover the you know they will cover the points. They won't lose by like eight and a half. I agree with Gabe. I'll take the Steelers. All right, all right, all right. Let's go to the next game: Jacksonville at Indiana. Jacksonville versus another Coach. doodle bowl. Oh, Colts. sorry, man. My bad. <laughs> Colts the favorite by one and a half points. Uh, I'll start with Julian. I'll let Julian get his prediction in here. Do the Jags work? We, we know. Around? We know where he's going. The Jags turn around. Jags. Jags. The line. The line is the one oh minus one oh six for the Jags. So people are hammering the Jags, and that plus one twelve on the money line looking real enticing. Oh, so wow. I'll take the Jags. Um, I mean, we shut them out. Like, come on, like, Jojo, who you got? I don't know, man. I was I, I I rooted for that 
uh, the Jags to beat the Colts last time just because of home field advantage. But I don't know. The Colts might be the real deal. They beat my Broncos. So I'm gonna have that to was play. a terrible game. Yeah, actually, play. speaking of that, like, look what the performance they get against the Broncos. Like, you can't I mean, but like Broncos, action. Broncos defense is legit. So I mean, okay, so who's the Jags? If you I can don't argue know about Jags defense, I know Broncos defense is legit. Uh, we have no offense. I know that. Uh, you know what? Nah, I I'll go with the Jags on this one. Yeah. Just I hope I'm not proved wrong when I actually root for you guys. And I don't want to come back next episode where, well, we only lost because of that one or two mistakes from Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> I'm like, all right, I'm not gonna hear that every yeah. week. Like, y'all lost, y'all lost. Like, I'm not trying to hear that. Like, no, it doesn't matter. I agree. No, so, I agree. <laughs> I'm just saying that, like, yeah, you clean up the mistakes. You win those games. That's all I'm saying. Okay. All right. Yeah. Going, and then I'm Matt Ryan sucks. On this one. You did blow them out 21 zip. You guys have and, to And end. look at the and, Colts' you know, past It's all about wins. matchups regardless, right? It's about matchups. You know, every individual team. And you guys clearly match up well against the Colts for whatever reason. Uh, and the Col- yeah. Colts' wins were flukes. Like, they beat the Kansas City Chiefs and they beat Tennessee. Games that they were down by. I can't believe it. It shouldn't yeah. have won. And those two teams beat themselves, and then they tied the Texans. Like, all right, we get it, Julian. You get it. You got the Jags. I'm gonna go with the Jags as well. We're all Jags, 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 Jags. They get to turn around on the road. They're gonna come out with a win. If they don't, I'm not picking Jags ever again. I'm never gonna, if they don't win this game, I'm, I'm never gonna pick the Jags ever again. I'm not, right. and I don't care what happens that game or what the reasons are. Let's talk about it. Cincinnati at New Orleans. Cincinnati, uh, one and a half favorite. They got to win by two or more points. Uh, Julian, I'll talk with, uh, go with you. Do you have the Bengals beating the Saints <sighs> by Man. one and a half or more? The Bengals have not looked good. I mean, the last few games they and I like I little. like New Orleans at New Orleans with that defense. Taysom Hill had a game. The tight end, Taysom Hill. And the line is leading towards New Orleans. Give me New Orleans. Minus 115 on the Bengals. Jojo, who you got? Wrong. I'm going Bengals. Listen, I don't even know. I don't even think I've seen a, a New Orleans game this season yet. I don't even think I've seen any highlights. I don't know. New what, Orleans had a competent I don't even know what's going on over there, to be honest. I have no idea what's going on with this team. I just know they're mediocre. Yeah, they got a good defense, Julian keeps saying. Uh, but I think Joey Burrow um, and the Bengals find a little rhythm. Um, great receivers, we know that. And it, it's just, man, if the O-line holds up a little more, a couple more games, they've been doing pretty decent. Uh, this Bengals team can be elite. How many times are we going to say that they should be better than the I don't no, even think listen, but I, I gave you guys the stat um, the last episode where they had a two-game span where he only got sacked three times, which is – and before that was twenty one times. Since yeah, yeah. <laughs> what I'm saying is week to week they can, they're improving. They continue that, like they'll be straight, you know. So I'm gonna go Bengals, man. I see the yeah. upset. They can win on the road. They're good enough to win on the road. Bengals aren't unstoppable. I'm selling on the Bengals, man. I don't think I thought they should do better. I, I'm not. I'm not sold on them. They're not gonna win a division. I'll give they just the don't look good. All right, let's talk about same record, by the way. Yeah, okay. Jets. Jets at Packers. Jets at Packers. Packers are minus seven favorites, so they got to win by like nine points or more. Minus seven is a weird number. Julian, how do you feel about that minus seven for the Packers at home? This isn't even a question. Give me the Jets. 
Give me, give me MILF daddy Zach Wilson. Yo, I'm going, <laughs> I'm going Jets. I'm becoming a believer, bro. Uh, Packers give me MILF not, daddy. Packers you are got not MILF looking good, and the Jets are. So I'm going to go with the hotter team here. Listen, man, I'm going to go with Lambeau Field, hometown favorite. Okay, pack my cheese. I don't know what the – what do they say? I don't know. Damn, you uh, going to go against the MILF, man? Hashtag pack my cheese. <laughs> That's <laughs> gross, actually. I think about it. Uh, <laughs> I'm going with the Packers. I'm going with the Packers. They're, they Listen, yeah. that's a lot of points, especially for the Packers. They've been keeping it close. I don't believe in them. Offensively, Aaron Rodgers doesn't have the weapons, although Randall Cobb did have a good game and Lazard have a good game. Give me the Packers at home. Uh, Look, I, the Packers can't. can't put up points, and the Jets can. And you got the MILF man at the helm. Plus a little bit of revenge, hopefully, you know, from the Jets beating my Dolphins. Anyway, we're not going to talk about it. Let's talk about the next game. Uh, <laughs> Patriots. Everybody out here. Patriots at Cleveland. Uh, Cleveland is the hometown favorite with minus uh. two and a half. Cleveland at home versus the Patriots, two and a half points. JoJo, how do you feel about this game? Na, 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 na. I'm going to have to go with Browns at home, man. Um, they have a lot of potential in that team. I feel like New England's still mixy as well, kind of going back and forth this season. Um, and New England just lost Harris. They're starting so, right back. I'm gonna have to go, I'm, I'll go Browns at home. They have a lot of weapons. They they really do. Their offense is pretty good defense. Real, man. Pretty good defense. Uh, I'll go with them. You got Julian. Give me the Browns at home. This is w- one last game before Deshaun Watson. They gotta. They wow. have to win. Three wow. and three. I completely forgot about him. That's crazy. Three, three and three. Like I said, Patriots are missing their starting running back, and they have no quarterback right now. Give me Bill Belichick on the road. I'm gonna upset all you guys. What? I believe in the Patriot way. <laughs> this guy. Wow. Coming from a Dolphins fan. <laughs> you Listen. are delusional. Listen, man, I believe. Bro, we've talked about how Miami fans are delusional. No quarterback. (laughs) You you lost your running back, and that's your division, right? Listen. You know what? And Nick Chubb has been playing out of his mind. I have Nick Chubb on fantasy. Zappy's the future, okay? Zappy is the future. I have Nick Chubb on fantasy. Dude's been playing out of his mind. All right, let's go uh, Vikings. Vikings are going to be in Miami playing the Dolphins. Vikings are a favorite. Three and a half. This is three and a half for the Vikings. What's up? That should be higher. Yeah. Really? Uh, wow. Vikings taking it over. You're taking it over right now? No, I'm taking – no, I'm talking about the spread. Vikings. I would would bet higher on the spread. I'll take Vikings six and a half. Really? I agree. I think okay. Vikings win by a tutty. The Vikings are good. Dolphins are about to roll out a third-string rookie quarterback. I don't care if you're at home or not. Sorry, Gabe. You guys lost your momentum. You guys lost your morale. Listen. Just, just wait till next and, year. And, and mind you, the Dolphins have been allowing a ton of yards on defense, and the Vikings are about to have a field day. The season's not over. We're still hope for the season, but I'll take the Vikings as well. I don't expect them to win this game. All right, let's go over to the next game. Ravens at New York. New York Giants. Ravens are a minus six favorite, so I got to go seven or more. Wow. JoJo, do you have the Ravens beating the Giants? I'm calling the upset. Giants winning at home and MetLife. You have them winning outright. taking the money line. Straight up winning. Calling it right now. Sorry, Lamar. You're, You're great. Baltimore's great. Giants are playing out of their mind right now, looking really good. Um, Saquon is gonna go ham. He whatever Lamar runs, Saquon's gonna double it. I'm calling that now. 
Um, they really? know it's a big game, right? right? Hometown <laughs> team. Uh, yeah, I'm, I can't believe I'm saying this, but I'm going to go with the Giants. Hey, we've seen it all this season. We've seen the Dolphins beat the Ravens, all right? And that's saying a lot. <laughs> so H- Hometown team, JoJo's taking this. All right, Julian, who you got? I actually agree with JoJo. I'll take the Giants on the money line. Really? I think, Man. I think the Ravens allow a lot of points, and they cannot stop a they fly do. like on the running game. And Saquon's going to have a day. I, I'll i definitely take the six and a half, uh, plus six, but I am – I I wouldn't be afraid to take them to win that game outright. You fools. This is a foolish bet. How dare you deny and 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 leave uh, Lamar Jackson, one of the greatest quarterbacks of this era. Uh, listen, they do give up a lot of points. I will they get But New York Giants are one-dimensional, right? They go when Saquon goes. Either Saquon's going or Daniel Jones is rushing. <laughs> I don't believe in their receivers in, in, in the Giants. Although the Ravens do give up a lot of points. I mean, in Lamar Jackson, I trust. Give me the Ravens. Also, also, this spread is very risky for the Ravens. Be looking at the past few games. Granted, they've had a tough schedule, but all games have been within six. All right, and Lamar Jackson, I trust. All right, except for the Jets game. 49ers in Atlanta. 49ers are favored by five and a half points. Uh, Julian, I'll go with you. 49ers, five and a half points. Do you believe in the 49ers in Atlanta? And the Niners' offense sucks. God. Um, the Niners win. Yeah. But like they can half. win by a touchdown. Come on. Dude, the Niners' offense is terrible. They can't score points to save their life. You don't think Debo Samuel can pull through one game against the Falcons, get a couple TDs, and – no, right. <laughs> yeah, I'll take I'll, fuck it, I'll take the Niners minus five, but I, I'm really reluctant on that because the Niners cannot put up fucking points, dude. I don't believe in the Falcons. I think the Falcons are one of the worst teams. I'll take the 49ers Terrible. points. Yeah, but yep. that's what I'm saying. I'm like, Julian, like, do you really think they're going to put up three field goals and just call it a day against the Falcons? Dude, look, they put up, they went 11 and 10 against the Broncos. Yeah, Broncos defense. Nineteen ten against the Bears. The bets have been put in, guys. Let's not discuss <laughs> this. All right, Panthers at L.A. Rams. L.A. Rams obviously coming off a devastating loss to the Cowboys. Terrible. L.A. Rams are a minus ten favorite. I think that's a lot of points, Julian. Do you believe that's a lot of points? Do you think the Rams? Yes, hundred percent. That is a lot. Um, I'll even though the Panthers just got blown out by the Niners. Man, they don't have a coach. I feel like teams after they fire their coach always tends to perform better. So give me the Panthers plus ten. Wow. And Baker he trusts. I don't think they win. Rams win, but I think they can get within ten. All I think right. they can what go against spread. No, I think Rams are gonna come back. That Carolina defense is not like the Cowboy defense. Um, Stafford should have a game. So with that in mind, I'm gonna ask you guys real quick, not to get off track. Do I start Stafford or my boy Wilson in fantasy? Ooh, I will start Stafford, dude. Dude, I, I mean, Stafford. okay, I think we're overhyping. Stafford has not shown anything. He has, man. He has some big throws. Big throws. He hasn't man. shown jack shit. He really season. hasn't so far. But that's who I'm stuck. With. My 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 one boy keeps on calling him Stafford. Oh wow! So, 
Listen, I'm going with the Rams. Rams more than 10 points. They went by two touchdowns, 14 points. I can see that. I can see that, Gabe. I see the vision there. I feel right. it. I see the vision. <laughs> I see the vision. All right. Did you pick your pick, Jojo? We're good? Yeah, yeah, Rams. All right. All right. Let's go All right, Arizona. Let's run through these right here. Yeah, Arizona at Seahawks, Arizona and Seattle. Arizona. Ooh, Seahawks. Arizona, favorite. I believe in Gino. Let's go. I believe in Gino as well. I believe he's the truth. Wow. Buffalo's okay. at Chiefs. Big rivalry. Oh. Buffalo at Chiefs. Listen, Minus I'm praying on the Chiefs' downfall all season, and this is a redemption game for Josh Allen. They've won on the road before in the regular season, but we know they got knocked out twice back-to-back against the Chiefs. So this is about morale. This is about, hey, you're not better than me, Patrick Mahomes. All right? Doesn't matter. I'm going Buffalo on the road. Ooh, Buffalo on the road. Who you got, Julian? Buffalo, I think they're a better team. I'll go with Buffalo. I think they have a better defense. I'll go with Buffalo. All right, like Dallas more too. at Eagles. Another great matchup. We're talking about the <laughs> NFC East. Dallas at Cowboys. Eagles are minus six and a half favorite. JoJo, what do you got? Oof. My heart's telling me Eagles, but my mind's telling me Cowboys for some reason because of the defense. Um. I'm going to go Eagles, though. I'm going to go Eagles. All right. Julian, who do you got? Eagles win. Cowboys against the spread. I'll take the Cowboys. You got the Cowboys covering. I got the Eagles winning straight up. I'm still on the Eagles train. I believe in them until I don't believe in them. All right. Broncos in L.A. L.A. Chargers. Uh, Bronc- uh, Chargers are a minus four and a Monday half. Monday night football. Favorite Monday night football. What do you Damn, got? Broncos got a lot of prime times. Yeah, we have too many. Um, I think it's a curse at this point, but – uh, yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Broncos. We gotta have a game, bro. I'm gonna say this until we get the game. We gotta have a game. We have to have. And this is a division matchup. So the Chargers. Wow. Give me the Chargers at home. I I, I believe. I mean, Chargers are really good, so I don't blame you guys. Like, I, I don't. Don't have a season for the they're, they're they're really. But Chargers lost to the Colts, so. I mean, so did we. You know what? I'm going to go in circles here. <laughs> his own logic is defeating his own logic. <laughs> Chargers lost to the Colts? Am I crazy? Oh. All right. Chargers lost to the Colts? Did I miss that? I can't. You, you said yeah. it. Chargers didn't, Chargers didn't play the Colts. I can't really lose. Don't ask me about stuff that we can look up online. Chargers All lost right. to the Jags. The Take- Jags. They lost to the Jags. Uh, take down my screen. Take the screen down. All right. <laughs> you want Gabe clicking on the wrong I mean, tab? I, I mean, I can turn it off. <laughs> All right. Let's let, let's uh let's talk oh, about a little a uh, little bit of uh, some other news going on because it's uh we're we're in the probably prime time for sports right now. We have NHL starting, but we have the NBA about to start. We're in the middle of the NBA season as Julian walks away because he doesn't like basketball. Julian, I'll talk with you because you're 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 a resident basketball guy. Obviously, biggest story of the week is uh, Draymond Green. Uh, we heard news that Draymond Green got in a fight with Jordan Poole at practice, and then all of a sudden, a couple days later, we get on TMZ. TMZ has a video pulled out of Jordan Poole pretty much getting dropped. So, Jojo, uh, just kind of what are your thoughts on the video? What are your thoughts on the whole situation? Mm-hmm. Obviously, the uh, warriors uh, trying to say, oh, we're going to do it, you know, treat it in-house. But then this video comes out. Uh, wh- what were your reactions from? Uh, I don't know. My, my first Draymond reaction situation. was uh, Draymond's trying to have a Michael Jordan moment here at practice. Um, 
maybe he wants some highlights for his documentary in the future. I, his podcast. I don't know. But in terms of the punishment, I think he got away. He got away with it. And it's like, hey, it's like me going to work or, you know, Gabe, you're going to work. You know, we're going to punch our coworker with like really kind of no no consequences. Like yeah. if you really think about it like that. Um, now, here, here's here's my take, though. If the video never got out and they handled it internally and he and that was his punishment, well, like was the fine, I guess that's fine, right? But the fact that the video got released, people, the public got to see it. We know the history with Draymond's behavior on and off the court. I'm not saying he's a bad guy or anything. Uh, you know, getting texts, getting to scuffles, you know, kicking people in the nuts. Yeah, fights <laughs> here and there. You know what I mean? Um, and the video got out, and I, I feel like you got to put a suspension in place. And here's why: because if that was Stephen Curry or Clay Thompson that he punched in the face. He get traded. He'd be gone. Yeah, he he'd be he'd be he'd traded be gone. for sure. Like, and he'd be suspended. He'll get fines. The media will be in an uproar, right? Like, but just since ah, oh, it's a six man, Jordan Poole, whatever. Yeah, we'll take the fine. He'll learn from you know the mistake. They handled it internally. They didn't want it to get messy because that's not the Warriors organization. They're not a messy organization. So they cleared it in-house, and they want it out of the media as soon as yeah. possible. Um, but now I think that sets a precedent for other players. Think, yo, that's fine. It's okay, man. If I get in a fight with somebody or, you know, in other teams, yeah. you know what I mean? They might think it's okay. Um, that's my take. All right, Jalen, did you have any reactions to the video if you, if you saw it? Or what was your kind of reaction of now that Draymond Green is getting fined? Not really getting suspended, but he will be back in practice. Actually, today. I think he said he was back in practice Thursday. So he should be back in practice as a rep up for the NBA season. What are, you, what are your thoughts on Draymond Green video? No, yeah. I mean, I pretty much kind of agree with JoJo. Like, I get that you have to get him back because you got to get ready for the season. And obviously, he's one of your starters. But it's it's ridiculous. And, like, this probably speaks to, like, the overall, like, sports athletes as a whole where like a lot of times they just do these things you just think you can get away with it because you don't live in the same world we do just like we saw with Devontae Adams and <clears throat> except for Devontae Adams actually going to suffer some actual consequences for it <laughs> unlike Draymond Green who's just going to get a slap on the wrist and pay a fine that for the amount of money he makes means nothing so yeah. it, it's it's just crazy yeah I mean it sets a precedent that it's like all right that like I can do whatever the fuck I want. It doesn't matter. I'm Draymond Green. Like, yeah, I, I think it's pretty insane. Like, like what Joe was talking about earlier. Like, to be to go to work and be like, people just punch each other, and then you'd be like, oh no, we're just gonna we're gonna keep moving on. Like, I can't imagine like if that happened to anybody else. If somebody, if somebody, one of the assistant coaches punched Steve Kerr, I can't imagine. You know, they'd be like, "Hey, we're gonna keep the assistant coach. We're gonna keep him here. Just gonna keep it." Dude, we literally said that. If, watching if somebody, Night Football. if like one of the board members punched Adam Silver, like they'd be, Adam Silver would be like, "Hey, we're just gonna, we're gonna keep him here. We, we like that would <laughs> never happen in any other workplace. That would never ever happen." Um, obviously, the video does make it uglier. And yeah. bro, you just made you just made Jordan Poole a clown anywhere he goes, any away game. 
Bro, I can see videos of, you know, fucking Friday. You just got knocked the fuck out. People having pictures, holding it up, exactly. him on the floor, him knocked out, all these jokes. You just Dude, I mean, Jordan he could have pressed charges. You he could. Charges. This guy got it's pushed. Devontae Adam just pushed a cameraman and getting misdemeanor assault. This guy punches him. He's like, oh, well, he's going to he's gonna leave for a little bit, but he's going to come back. Honestly, I think he got away with the fine because – of how Jordan Poole might have reacted to it. I mean, I think, hey, we're teammates. He he probably was the mature one and brushed it off and was like, yeah, it wasn't like, like some good. random guy. Like, he's <laughs> like, I'm good. You know, and it does happen, right? Like, we don't know the behind the scenes, right? People are pushing each other at practice, right? You go through ups and downs, you know, with your boys and, and, and all that good stuff, right? Something happened there that triggered Draymond. He might have said something. Um, but I think Draymond got away with it yeah. due to how Poole handled it. And if he wanted it to progress into something else, he could have pushed for it. But I don't think he did. I don't think he did. Also, too, like, it's the principle. Like, you're a grown-ass man in your 30s. Like, what do you look like punching somebody? Like, that's ridiculous. I'm telling you, you saw the last dance, and he heard about the fight with Steve Kerr, and he got motivated. He's like, yo, if if that can happen (laughs) back then. I mean, we're in a social media era, man. Like. The media. Like you're a grown ass man with gray hair. You got gray hair coming out, like, and you're just gonna punch a teammate. Like, come on, dude. You supposed to be a leader. We're locker room. We're squaring up real quick, or at least you gave me that hit back, and we're we're no. good. That's how I would have solved it. I'm like, so unless they yeah. watch it like that in that way, then I, I don't know. You just slapped him. I, in the I, I wonder. <laughs> the thing I wonder about too is like who the dynamics of the team is like. Everybody looks up to Draymond as, you know, obviously he's the enforcer guy. He's the leader guy, winner guy. But it's like, who who checks Draymond? Like, if he if he's out of line, like, who the hell is checking Draymond? Is Steph doing that? Steph? Because I don't think Steph, no. you think Steph I is stepping maybe, up to yeah, I don't. I don't know. Steph, maybe Steph. Steph I, don't know. Is, I feel like who Steph is in his own world. He's not. I think Kerr. Maybe Kerr. Because he dealt with a Michael Jordan kind of guy. And look who else was on that team. Yeah. And you're the and, coach. It's kind of your job. You know? And so that's my question. Like, you know, who watches the Watchmen, right? Like, who, who? Yeah, you're the team leader, but what about what about when the team leader is out of line or whatever? You shouldn't need it. These are grown ass men. Yeah, you shouldn't need it. Like, you're grown ass men. You don't need babysitters. Like, come on. Like, it's crazy. Uh, Let's end it with uh, baseball. Obviously, we're in the middle of baseball season. I think we talked about a little bit. We're doing the game, the playing series that we had. Uh, Jojo, I'll talk to you because uh, you're also another baseball resident. Uh, Uh. Astros versus Mariners. Mariners won their plane. They beat somehow they beat the Blue Jays. So the Astros will be playing the Mariners going forward. How do you feel about this matchup? Who do you feel like is gonna come out of here? I mean, listen, man. Mariners had the edge. Astros had unfortunately the walk-off win against them in game one. Yeah. Uh don't want to see them win, but they are playing right now, actually, as we speak, is game two. Last I checked, uh Houston was up one. Yeah. Zero. Oh, actually, Mariners up two one right now, mid six. So they could get a win in potentially. Uh, both teams offensive threats. Both teams have decent pitching. Um, Astros obviously have a lot more playoff experience, which gives them the edge. Mariners haven't made the playoffs in about twenty one years, yeah. and they're one of the youngest teams right now. Um, and I'm rooting for them. Uh, yeah, yeah. I would, I would rather see Seattle, um, next round. Instead of an experienced Houston team who knows how to get to the World Series, uh, they've been there a couple times in the last few years. Uh, so that's that's my take on that. Yankees won their first game against the Guardians. Shout out to Rizzo hitting that go ahead home run, giving us the lead as well. And Cole, 
had his redemption game um, for losing in the, in the wild card against Boston last year. I give him that. It was a tough one. We we're definitely hard on him. Um, he did give up a home run, as expected from Cole. But, you know, what are you going to do? You know what I mean? But he had a solid, solid game. Shout out to our bullpen uh, coming in to relieve him as well. Uh, we didn't give up any more runs other than that home run from Cole. And we got out of a few sticky situations. No. So that's that's from the American League side. Gabe, I don't know if you want to go over what's going on in the National League, if you've been keeping up. Ooh. No, I haven't been keeping up too closely. I, I just I watched. Yeah, go ahead. Padres. The Padres with the upset. Yep. Boy, Manny Machado. Yep. And all and the crew made Clayton Kershaw look like a bum out there. Per usual. Yeah. The Mets are going to Mets. The Knicks are going to Knicks. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, these are the Dodgers, too. Dodgers yeah. just upset. Got yeah, I mean, that. and and that Padres are my team, teams. man. Padres are my team going into this, uh, in this, uh, I mean, pretty tough to lose Tatis, you know, halfway through the season, obviously, steroid allegedly. allegedly well, steroid. I mean, he was out, ring mark, ring he mark. never, he never well, came then, back. I thought it was his injury, and yeah, then wasn't had, the thing supposed to be he had, um, unpaid he, suspension, like he yeah. would still play, but it was, unpaid. He was using ringworm medicine, ringworm. No, but yeah. wasn't the punishment, it was like. Uh, unpaid like 80 games unpaid yeah or he'll like, be so he's, even beginning of next season he won't play either like it goes yeah. into next season <laughs> so well, no he just won't get paid he's yeah. he, i believe he's but like what jojo said he was injured so that's the reason why he's not playing he just wouldn't be getting i don't know if he would still get bonuses or whatnot for playoffs but. so jojo how do you feel about la versus padres i mean you think this is a con you know everybody was talking about this as soon as they made this trade halfway through the season everybody you know they get one soto padres get one soto this was the matchup they were all talking about. That I mean, the this, actually this is what they wanted. They right? they they want to win a division. Um, obviously, there's other ways to get into the playoffs with the wild card other than winning the division. We know Dodgers took that by storm. They're all by like 15 games. And again, you just reminded me acquiring Soto. This is why they got him for situations right here, right in the postseason where anything can happen. You want to set yourself up and your team up for success here, especially going against LA, which they're gonna take pride on that. Like I said. That rivalry in that division. Inner city rivalry. Yeah, man. It, it runs deep. These teams hate each other. No. Uh, so. Hour and a half apart. It, anything can happen. I, I, It's so hard to bet against LA because they have everything. No, no. High offense, great coaching, great defense, uh, base stealers, pitching. Like, you can name it. They, they finished with the most wins of the season again. Uh but in playoffs, you gotta go with the hotter team, and the Padres are hot right now. Ooh, ooh. No one can stop them defensively. Like off their offense has just been like they've been putting up runs left and right. I swear, every time I look over at a Padres game, they got bases loaded or two on base. Every if the, Mar- if the Mariners are the Cinderella team of the American League, National League is definitely the Padres. I think they're they're the team kind of to root for if you're looking for an underdog because and LA is LA is New York East or New yeah, York West. Pretty much. And, and they, that's a great comparison. They got home field advantage exactly now. What, what was that, Julian? I so said you got home Padres got home field advantage now. So I mean, and then we could also go into Phillies versus Braves, which that yeah. series is tied as well. Braves are the defending champs. Philly's pretty dangerous. They came into the playoffs pretty high as well. Uh, Julian's favorite player in the world, Bryce Harper. The boy Harper. The boy Harper leading the pack there, but Braves won 3-0. Yeah. Um, anything can happen in that series. I'm excited to see the turnout. Honestly, I don't care who, who wins that series. Yeah. Uh, Atlanta, they are the defending champs, so kudos to them. And they lost Freddie Freeman in the offseason, and they're still there. 
No. There's something about this team that just and they, last year they they yeah. keep coming back, especially yeah. towards the end of the season. They always make great runs right before the postseason, and they and come in hot. They've been one of the best teams since the All Star break. I think they had one of the best records. Like they went on the tear. So well, you know, they're my hot team. Fourteen so. games in a row, I think, to catch up to the Mets, and they would. The NL the, the NL looks super like fun to watch. Probably more so than the AL. Like the NL just looks super entertaining between both so, series. So yeah, we'll be watching that as we go forward. Like I said, we're in the middle of MLB playoffs, middle of week five, week six. Well, real quick, NFL. second round predictions to go World Series as it stands now. You guys still just keeping with your picks? Yankees. I'm, I'm yeah, I got Yankees Dodgers. I still got Yankees Dodgers. Yankees, I wanted Dodgers. it three years ago. I still want it. Yeah. I said Mets I got- before, but Mets are eliminated. We <laughs> haven't spoke about it in a while. Um I'll let you go first, Julian. Let me get my thoughts together. I said Yankees Braves, but man, I, I'm all on the Padres train. I oh, think wow. they can make a Yankees, run. Padres. I don't know. When when you see like lower seed teams like this, like sometimes like you know that feeling when you see these like a team that's about to make a run, just like we saw with like Cincinnati and NFL. Like when teams just like you get like everything's just clicking, it's scary. And like yeah, I think the Yankees definitely make a World Series. The NLs, I'm kind of a toss-up, like between Padres, Braves. Listen, the winner of this series is going to the World Series between the Padres and Dodgers. Yeah, I'll tell you that much. All right, so he's not going to be. You don't clear think the Braves it. don't stand? <laughs> Braves stand a chance. I mean, Braves beat LA to get to the World Series. So this is this is tough man this is this is tough right now i really want to see who comes out of this round so we'll be following it we'll be back here next week more right. mlb what's up one one last oh, thing. he's got to want to one finish last, the one last thing <laughs> inner miami new york city fc oh, this is matching up in the off. playoffs right. this is cut, off. This cut this is man off. Cut it off somebody Mate, turn this guy matching up in the playoffs See y'all next week. Real Fans Podcast, all the things, Twitter, Facebook, all of the interwebs. Real Fans Podcast. All right. Peace.